0: Open up that Crystal Pepsi and get comfortable. This is Dope Dof.
1: This is is the Long and Short of It with Jimmy and Naomi. Let's get this party started.
2: Cheers to that. All right. So... It's been a while since we last left off on our um, long and short of it hits of the 90s, but we got through to 1993 and then we were like, "Okay, we'll do this again. And now here we are.
1: Two years later,
2: (laughs) It so feels like it. We're going to go through the top 10 of 1994. It was a very good year in music and life. What were you doing in 94?
1: Graduating high school. Yeah, I graduated in June of ninety (laughs)
2: four. Hey, sweet. Uh, I was. uh, Where was I? I was still in junior high, but I think I was in grade nine. Yeah, grade nine. Because. uh, I remember we had some school dances and stuff. We had like a much music video dance party around this time. (laughs) Because a lot of these songs were included in that. But yeah, um, we'll start off with our number 10 from 1994 by a group out of Sweden. And you know what Sweden does? It makes fucking hits. Ace of Bass and Don't Turn Around. Now, do you remember Ace of Bass's songs?
1: No, our sister station, Play, does (laughs) have some of their stuff.
2: Oh, Yeah. Let me find a clip of "Don't Turn Around" here for you, Just so you can clean get a... your driveway in under well, five minutes with you, this incredible
0: one hundred Canadian dollar gadget. Just attach it. To-
2: here we go. This is Ace of Base. How's the volume? It's okay.
1: Oh, I know this song.
2: Oh yeah. This whole album but was full cool of hits.
1: This, this was huge back then.
2: Oh, yeah. Let's jump to the chorus. So this was a time in school where we, us girls were wearing, like, little baby mini T-shirts and crop tops. And, like, we were all, like, shopping at Le Chateau and wearing, like, All the latest fashions that girls like the girls in Ace of Base wore.
1: At this time I was wearing about the similar kind of clothes I am now, pants and a shirt.
2: Oh,
1: and like like just but back then I wore striking, but it was jeans and a t-shirt.
2: I thought you were Uh, gonna say you were also wearing crop tops.
1: No, I used to wear (laughs) that you know, the the (laughs) the the muscle shirts, yeah, in the summer, obviously.
2: Understood, I'd say. Yeah, Ace of Base was per- pretty much like the biggest group at that time, and uh, I mean, a lot of comparisons to ABBA. Obviously, two girls, two guys, harmonies, all that catchy, hooky music. Yeah, I'm sure they constantly got compared to ABBA like every fucking day.
1: But you can't dis you can't discount ABBA though. You know, nope. Everybody needs a little ABBA in their life.
2: Well, yeah. And I think ABBA's gotten back together. I think that the the unthinkable has happened, <laughs> from what I understand.
1: Sir, so, so which band was it that most of them died? Uh, was oh, it? Shit. It wasn't ABBA. Um, to, was it Bee Gees?
2: Um, the only remaining member of the Bee Gees, I believe, is Barry Gibb. Barry Gibb is still alive, but uh, his brothers yeah, have both passed. He's
1: the only one. So yeah, I always get.
2: And his younger brother had died. Andy Gibb had passed way before that.
1: Oh, yeah. He passed a long time ago. Yeah, now, I always I always get them kind of mixed up.
2: BGs are legends Freaking oh, yeah. legends. Okay. So now we go on to number nine <laughs> and surprise, surprise. It's uh, a base again. Who knew? <laughs> it's, it's this one. All That She Wants. I think this was the first single from this album. You know this one too, right?
0: Mm, Yes.
2: Yep. Yeah, so All That She Wants is Another Baby. Is this song about having a baby? or I've never really paid attention to the lyrics.
1: I've never, yeah. Back then, we didn't really analyze the lyrics. We, it, you had a good beat. You had something you could dance to, something that you know would bring up the room. That's yeah. what you paid attention to. You didn't really pay attention to the lyrics nope. until you get old like you and I are.
2: <laughs> now we're all deep, and we want to know the true meaning of things.
1: And also, being in radio, I always have to look at the lyrics to make sure that there's words that we're actually allowed to play on the radio. Does it ever happen?
2: where where it's like a a swear slips by
1: there was one and it was actually in the system i can't remember the name of the song it was in the system but it's it it said it said fucking and but it was it was like that and but it was so quick that no one caught it until i looked at the name of the song and i'm like There's got to be a swear in there, and
2: (laughs) what was the song? Do you remember?
1: No, um, Mm.
2: that's okay if you don't remember. It was
1: it was somebody's birthday this week that did that, and it had something to do with. It's not Jordan Knight. No, we don't. (laughs) We play rock music.
2: I know. (laughs) He only sings about sex, not swears. It's okay. Yeah.
1: I can't remember. It's going to hit me. <laughs> it's birthday. Uh,
2: fucking the, the word fucking really fast. Yeah. Hmm. Because half,
1: half the lyrics in the song you couldn't hear because they were doing it so fast.
2: Maybe then no one noticed. What happens if like the CRTC notices?
1: It doesn't you a complaint. It doesn't matter unless someone complains.
2: Mm. And no one complained.
1: No, because, see, one thing that I've noticed is, like, uh, working at the, when I worked at the Bear and now I'm working at Cruise, Mm -hmm. people used to complain about shit.
2: (laughs) The word shit? Yes. Yeah.
1: And it's in our songs. We say it in our show, but no one complains, but people would complain at the Bear.
2: Which doesn't make sense to me, because... it it's no get that this is this is the kind of music you like listening to why are you complaining about the word shit is it because your kids are in the car or something like
1: that's some of it like that's because i've met a few people that that love our show but they can't listen and like one of my friends she's a school bus driver Mm -hmm. and she loves our show but she can't She can't play us uh, in the car or in the bus.
2: For our listeners who want to check out your radio station, what's that uh, website URL? They can go check it out. Uh,
1: 957cruisefm.ca.
2: There you go. All over the world. You can listen live to the locker room. (laughs) Jimmy's morning show. Depending on where you are in the world, it might be night show. Right?
1: Maybe. Yeah.
2: Number eight. Was one of my very favorite songs of that year it was a trio from the three musketeers soundtrack do you remember oh, where i'm no. going with oh. this yeah oh
1: such a i love this do you love this
2: here this should we play like, a little bit of it
1: oh most definitely
2: yeah brian adams rod stewart and sting got together and did the song from the three musketeers called oh shut up you stupid ad <laughs> okay here we go oh rolling
1: stones rocks off
2: rocks off says fucking uh,
0: wearing, yeah uh, i don't mind those curly shoes you know those, look those how young they're all like, fucking hey
2: this is what but, but 25 thing, years ago
1: but the thing i love about this He's music, music charming, video though is mm-hmm. They run. look like they're having fun. Oh, yeah,
2: yes, yeah, the three string, of them look like old chums, old chums. And,
1: and then, then old Rod Stewart comes in like a like a like a superstar.
2: He comes in fashionably late. Did he just call him your old cunt? <laughs> you
1: Where well. <laughs> that's <what he> said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just just how they how they start this is epic.
2: I feel like brian was like the newbie in in the group he looks so young and like he actually looks a bit starstruck by the by the other two and brian is now that guy five years later brian's like them
1: he's coming to edmonton by the way brian when uh september i think
2: i've only seen him like 10 fucking times but i'll go again
1: (laughs) i've never seen him
2: Oh, Brian, Brian puts on a great show. It's a very simple show. If you're expecting like fireworks and shit, it's not happening. No. But it's a good rock and roll show and he tells good stories. And I've seen him several times. Uh, the thing is, I've taken the last time he was in town, I took it was my mom's retirement party. we my sister and I secretly got ourselves a loge table at the arena to surprise oh. my mom. Uh-huh. It's- to take her to Brian Adams. You need four people for the Lowe's table. So we took my niece to who was nine at the time. Yeah, (laughs) her very first concert. And she just sat there and like stared at it. And then she'd be like, put her her hoodie up and just kind of stare at it. And I'd be like, are you having fun? Are you having fun? And she'd just be like, nodding, nodding. Well, it was like a month ago. She finally told me, she's like, that was so boring.
1: <laughs> she put her head she put her hood up she put her hood up because she was uh, probably had uh, headphones in her ears
2: she was like now she's twelve and now she's becoming a, a like a little lady right and she's yeah. liking what she likes she wants to go to concerts and stuff but she's like for the first concert she's like that was so boring I hate Brian." <laughs>
1: That's I'm like,
2: I'm sorry we took you to that one. That's not a flashy concert. These kids want to see like Ariana Grande and like
1: yeah. John Mendez and all is, these
2: flashy but, people.
1: But these are the guys that we grew up on. Mm-hmm. Like your Rod Stewart, Sting, Brian yeah. Adams. like
2: Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, Brian Adams is a Canadian classic, no matter what age group you're in. He's, he's a big deal in Canada and... It's Okay, the kids know the songs, they might like hearing them singing along with them, but to, to, she she just wasn't into the show, but that's okay.
1: Yeah. But again, <laughs> different style of music. She's because yeah, it was you, your sister, and your mom, right?
2: Yeah, and my niece. And, so yeah, because there's niece. four people at a so, load table. So you have to the, buy four tickets.
1: The the old people liked the music and the young one didn't. Yeah, That kind of makes sense. <laughs> Cause did you like all the, all the shows you went to with your mom?
2: I never did go into my mom. Didn't go or, to any shows, but did I like the music she was listening to? Mm, some of it, but not all of it. Cause at one point that's all I ever got to hear. So I didn't know any better.
1: Oh, I uh, like uh, once
2: I discovered my own music. Fuck. No, I listened to what I liked.
1: I'm I'm weird that way. I, I liked a lot of my parents' music growing up, mm-hmm. and I liked my own. And then as my life progressed, my music tastes changed because mm-hmm. I was—I had a rock music phase, I had a, a Christian music phase, I had mm-hmm. a you know heavy rock music phase, and country because I used to yeah. go to Big Valley Jamboree,
2: Tabor Boy.
1: And and then
2: for all the Americans who don't know what Tabor is, Tabor, Alberta, check it out. Corn capital of Canada.
1: And then then I started working at rock stations. Yeah, classic and new. Mm
2: -hmm. So Uh, here we are doing a a pop countdown,
1: (laughs) a pop countdown. Brian Adams was not I wouldn't call him pop back then.
2: No, he was. He was rock. I mean, I would say now he's considered like classic rock or even adult contemporary when you listen to him now. But Brian Adams is also one of those people who's being, because he's Canadian content in most situations, we won't talk about 1992, waking up the neighbors, but in most situations, he's considered a Canadian artist. So he gets played a lot on the airwaves on several different types of stations. He is
1: overplayed. Yeah. But like Rod Stewart is classic rock now too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I wouldn't. So call is bon Jovi. I, I, But I wouldn't call Sting classic rock. He's still kind of poppy.
2: Yeah. Well, the police was the police wasn't really like rock rock. You know, it was pop. No, I feel like it was, it was pop, almost yacht rock in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Would you I, would you call the police yacht rock? Yeah, I
1: would almost. Yeah.
2: Keep that question in mind and ask your coworkers tomorrow if, the, if you would think if they would consider the police Yacht Rock, because I'd love to know the answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Going on to number seven. This artist was very popular in the early 90s and had a string of massive hits. Toni Braxton, Breathe Again. Do you remember her?
1: I remember the name. I don't know if I remember the song.
2: Now, Toni Braxton's more famous nowadays for um, like her reality TV shows with like her sisters and family and stuff. But in the early 90s, she was such a huge hit maker. Um, she's very well known for her. How deep her voice can get as this, like as a female singer. Her, she ha- she can hit some low notes. So let me play a clip of this song. It's called Breathe Again.
1: Ugh. Okay, I don't know this song at all.
2: Keep it ads. They don't even let me skip them.
1: No, you have to wait till the, the ads over. Okay. Here unless, we unless you buy, unless you buy the premium, and then you can skip the ads.
2: I'm, I ain't doing. That, I'm cheap. I forgot the oh, video. I so
1: know this song.
2: She looks like she's wearing a wedding dress, almost running from her wedding, maybe.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe, or it's just her wearing a pretty dress. But, it's but black it's and just, white, so we can't really If they're running it's white.
1: together and she's in a wedding dress and he's in a, 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 a sleeveless shirt and a ball cap,
2: he's not dressed for the run, wedding.
1: Unless, unless she's running from her wedding to him.
2: Yeah, but he's not dressed right for the wedding.
1: No. So unless she's leaving the one she was supposed to marry to. But I know this
2: song. It could be that, because that, yeah, it could be, oh, he's good looking. It could be because, like, they're not getting married. And it's just playing hard to get. And she's just wearing a beautiful dress. It's just a visual of her running for fun. Look at this. Pants. they're almost like hammer pants
1: okay if listen if you listen to the lyrics she's moving relationships because so I let you move out of my life and I could breathe again
2: I'm glad you listened to lyrics like a mature adult i didn't I didn't pay attention at all
1: I also have big ears I can pick up stuff <laughs>
2: Also, I couldn't stop talking about the stupid dress. So uh, anyway, yeah, Tony Bradson. I know this one for sure. That's good. It was It's a nice song. She had some great tunes. And then she had at least two more albums that were filled with hits too. Um, but yeah, then she got into reality TV and here we are. And I have no idea what her show's about. And I don't really care because I just don't really want to watch another Kardashian type thing. I have a feeling it might be like that but that's me judging without actually watching it.
1: I judge myself. I watched 5 minutes of the Kardashians. <laughs> the the new one on Disney Plus. I I watched 5 minutes of it and I felt dirty.
2: Well, I don't I've, I think I no. It wasn't that show. It was um years ago the Jersey Shore I tried to watch cuz everybody was talking about the Jersey Shore. I think I watched two episodes and I felt dumber after watching it. I was like, I no. Same I didn't feel me.
1: dumber. I just felt like, why am I doing this to myself?
2: <laughs> it's like a s- slow torture. It was terrible. <laughs> oh. Dave, song number six on the list. I wouldn't call her a one-hit wonder. I'd call her maybe a more of like a two-hit wonder, but her name is Lisa Loeb. Lisa Loeb and Nine Stories the song was called stay in parentheses i missed you do you remember stay no uh no you will just wait for it this you'll definitely remember oh there's a kitty is it not ringing a bell yet
1: kind of has it been redone
2: i'm sure it has but i don't know if it's been redone by anybody like who's actually big i'm sure all kinds of people have covered it Kind of. I missed you. No, it was number no. six of the top hits ten of the year on Billboard. That's pretty impressive. But I wouldn't call her quite a one-hit wonder. I think she was. She. I remember having another song after this that was did very well on the charts. And then after that, I didn't hear much about her. It's amazing. How you can make a career for the rest of your life playing live with one hit.
1: Okay, because I know I think... this. I, I know it now. It's at this part that I kind of.
2: Yeah. Because I think she's one of those people who's still relatively famous and active in the music community and and, and doing things. But it's just she has one huge hit and you can do that. You can perform. And play shows pretty much for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know. Mm. But yeah, I figured you would remember it once we got into the to the song a bit more. The
1: meat of it, yeah. It, it took yeah. a bit for that one.
2: I don't even know if I need to play this next one for you.
1: Just, um,
2: no. Number five. What is it? <laughs> Who's the artist? <laughs> Oh, stupid ads. The artist. Oh, I'll I'll talk after this. Because I want to edit these out. The artist is probably one of the best selling females of all time. Oh. MC. Mariah. It's hero. I believe this was off of her second album, Emotions.
1: Oh, I I know that's I know that song, and the hairs on the back of my neck, dude. Too, every mm. time she starts the song, you know how some songs just send a chill up your spine.
0: This one,
2: yeah. I don't know if there's much more you can say about this song, but it's. It's, I, I it, think it's still a popular song.
1: Yeah. And this I came out in 94.
2: Yeah, it was on the hit list of 94. But I'm pretty sure it was off of her album uh, Emotions. If not, it would have been off the one after that, which would have been Music Box, I think. Um, I could look it up. it was off the album Music Box. So it's off her third album Music Box that came out in 1993. It was originally intended for Gloria Estefan. Oh, really? Yeah. Um but the this interesting
1: totally different pit, like different style to It definitely matches Mariah. I I don't know if
2: Oh, yeah. But, it, but I don't know if you remember Gloria Stefan had a oh, had a bus accident back then. Do you remember in the late eighties she had a bus accident, and her bus had like, yeah. She she became I think she had been temporarily paralyzed from like the waist down or something like that. So she had to go through a lot of therapy and physio. Yes, I do. And eventually, remember that. and eventually, um, she released an album, a solo album after that called "Coming Out of the Dark." Yes. So when. I, when I think of this song, Hero, it kind of reminds me of the song coming out of the dark. It's the same kind of sound to it and like inspirational lyrics.
1: Like I definitely know this song, but when I think of the artist Mariah Carey, I actually think of an album uh, that came out about four years later it was uh, the, the soundtrack from uh, the Prince of Egypt
2: yeah when you believe her her
1: her and Whitney Houston
2: that's a beautiful song I like that song more than this song when you believe is an incredible tune two powerhouses too right yeah after these messages we'll be right back guess what friends have a new voicemail number just for you. Give us a call at Dope Nostalgia. Our number is 780-851-8785. Leave us a message. Pick up the phone just like you used to in the old days. Remember before text messaging? Yeah, we used to actually call each other. If you just want to be heard and be on the podcast, give us a call. Once again, our Dope Nostalgia hotline 780-851-8785. Number is Canadian, so long distance charges may apply.
0: Love music? Who, Who doesn't? doesn't? Who and what were the albums and artists that really turned you onto music? The ones that made you really stop and listen. The ones that shaped your tastes and opened your horizons. That's what we want to talk about.
2: Dig deep into your vinyl, CDs, or even stream away.
0: Let's listen and learn all about what made you fall in love with music in the first place. This is learning to listen. So good. Okay, interesting take. Uh, could you read like a human being? Or, uh... That's exactly the way a human would read that. Take two. The ones that uh, I don't know shaped your tastes and opened your horizons. You know, that's that's, that's what we want to talk about. You know, you know, dig, dig deep into your vinyl, CDs, or even stream away.
2: Join Quinn, Charlie, and myself, Naomi. For a brand new album every single week on L2L, learning to listen. Found everywhere great podcasts are served.
1: the fresh maker
2: let's move on to number four speaking of powerhouses here's a canadian powerhouse (laughs) canada was really starting to take off with their big time artists in the states back then you know Um, yeah
1: because there's some canadian artists that don't go far beyond the border
2: it, was, it used to be a tough nut to crack to get across the border as a Canadian artist, but then there's people like this artist and Brian Adams before and whatnot who had made it more accessible with their success. Now, I was thinking why this song in particular, it's called The Power of the Dream and it's number four. And I'm like, I barely remember this song compared to all of her other massive hits.
1: But is it just at this, is it for this time though? Cause some of her other hits were later, like.
2: What is this from? So the, 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 the funny thing
1: that, that I, I love about Celine is she, when she talks, you can almost not understand her because of her accent. Mm -hmm. but when she sings it's like crystal clear she has a bit she has a bit of the the french twinge yeah but it's it's
2: you know since i was a child i always wondered why people with accents you couldn't hear accents when they were singing everyone kind of just sounds like the same when they sing.
1: you can hear a bit
2: but most people just kind of sound the same when they sing you'll hear a little bit of it there but if it's like a speak singing then you hear it more yes um, kind of like the intro to never ever by all saints because they're kind of they're speaking at the beginning so you hear the accents the british uh-huh. accents but then when they get in the song you don't hear them that's because i think it's how vowels are held out and consonants maybe. are hit in in singing that yeah, makes maybe. it accentless almost
1: but the- Like she is an artist that's known everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows, like if you go to any country, I'd be surprised if you can't find someone that knows who she is. Yeah. But also. Some of our biggest
2: exports up here.
1: But part of it is also like she, didn't she have like a couple year, uh, residency in uh vegas
2: she was the residency at caesar's palace for years i would yeah. say probably more than 10 almost to be quite honest and i think her getting the caesar's palace residency was they built they built the coliseum at caesar's palace for her
1: seriously and now
2: it's Yes, and now it's being used as a venue for all kinds of different residencies. Yeah, but her doing it was kind of the beginning of the modern age of a Vegas residency, where it became not a shtick, washed-up artist thing to do, but more of a, hey, this is a cool thing to do in your career.
1: But do you do you think when she did like when she did the like which was one of the biggest uh, movies? At the time, when she did the soundtrack for Titanic, which I don't know what year that came out. I'm going to say 97. Did that really uh, break her international?
2: I feel like she was already broken internationally before that. Um, 97
1: was Titanic.
2: I feel like she was already famous before Titanic.
1: But that was a huge movie worldwide.
2: I think it made her superstardom soar even higher, but I just think she had, was already a superstar by that point, internationally. Because when you think about it, the Billboard chart is based up out of the U.S., so for her to chart with this song at number four for the whole year, she was already doing pretty well down there. Yeah. And I don't even remember this song.
1: <laughs> like, I don't either, but I'm yeah. I am a like. <laughs> She has a bunch of songs that are my
2: kind she's of, a funny lady too. Like she's she's she's, she's a she's a cheer, so fire.
1: A, there's a couple of her songs that are a cheer me up song.
2: hmm Oh yeah, cheer, she's got some great ones. Like Love Can Move Mountains is pretty happy.
1: That that one's actually from the TV show uh Touched by an Angel. Oh she actually I think she actually made an appearance on that show, if I'm not. So I'm not mistaken.
2: Now you look like you want to show me something here. I'm not. No, sure. I'm just trying, trying to figure to out.
1: I'm just trying to figure out what your the the song is that is my pickup song.
2: Which is your pickup song?
1: that she does. It's uh, it was released in '99, and uh, that's that's the way it, is. way
2: it is. That's the way it is. Was written by the same people who are writing Backstreet Boys stuff.
1: Because. You can that tell it's is, a
2: Swedish. It's those Swedish writers.
1: Cause that, that is a song. I hear that. And, and it just, you get, you get the feels. is it, it just a great kind song? Of, oh
2: yeah. Love that song too. I think that's one of my favorite Celine Dion songs for sure. Hey, back to this chart. We're in our top three, which is exciting because there's some big hits here. Of course. Number three being boys to men. One of the biggest charting groups of the '90s, and "I'll Make Love to You." Oh, I know you, this. Song. You know this song. Safe now. Who's Actually,
0: in this video? I feel very safe. Why, why don't I? Are there any famous people in this this? Push this button,
2: and um, she was basically she, resting her boobs on his arm. That
0: you feel comfortable with?
1: I've had people do that's that flirting. on the back of my head, so.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dwayne, Called oh, flirting, and,
1: and and that's and that's kind of awkward. Uh, listen, <laughs> I bet.
0: Too i have some other jobs to attend to, maybe another time.
2: Maybe he's gonna give you his pager I mean, number. I do know your call. Hey, uh yeah if
0: you have any evening, me, I mean for the system
1: that- How do I know her? Is she cool? Here's looks my business familiar. card. Right. Thank
2: you. Okay. Maybe she's acting in a lot of things. Close your eyes, make a wish. No oh, to men, I love you. And I Weren't they great? Yes. There's not much you can say about how about Boyz Men because they're just so great. Like I, I was happy. I got to see them live in this in this year of 94. Or it was 95. I'm sorry. That is a massive song. And I think it's still a massive song. And End of the Road by Boyz II Men as well.
1: I'm really bothered by I know her from something.
2: Why don't you Google like the Internet Movie Database casting of this? I'm looking in the comments on YouTube to see if anyone says, "Hey, that's her," but I'm not seeing that yet.
1: And by the way, it's we don't we don't play boys to men. We play we play Beastie Boys. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Kind Just of like because they're
2: different boys, different boys, a man band if you will. They are a man band. Anyways, Boys to Men charted all a lot and I think they probably had <laughs> several number one hits. So number three on the chart for 94. Um, this next group, not only was this song popular by them, but it also came out in a country version. I think it was John Michael Montgomery who put out the country version of I Swear by All for One.
1: All for no. one did that song?
2: I swear. By the moon and the stars in the sky.
1: I know that song.
2: Right. 66 million views. It's a big song. Yeah, John Michael Montgomery was the country version of it. But which one came first, the chicken or the egg?
1: is he the cover or they the cover
2: i think he's the cover to be quite honest i think a lot of times when there was a country version of an r b song back then that the original was the r b version i could be talking on my ass
1: okay when did this song come out 94. So did john michael montgomery
2: okay let's find out who came up first off to the wikipedia which is always right it came the country one came out first this is the cover i'm in shock
1: I totally thought it was John Michael that, that was the original, and I was yeah. Right. John
2: Michael Montgomerys came out in '93, end of '93 for his album "Kicking oh, It Up."
1: It, it says '94 when I when I Googled it, but it might have been the end of '90, 90, '93.
2: Can you believe that? I I take back everything I said, talking out my ass. <laughs> Now I'm curious about a few of those other country uh, slash R&B tunes where they both put it out. Um, but that's Kevin Sharp. That was another one with the um, Nobody Knows. Do you remember that song? No, Nobody Knows? It Nobody was, Knows. Kevin Sharp was the country artist, but it was put out by...
0: Clean your driveway in under five minutes with this incredible one million dollar budget. Just a text
2: This is the country version of Nobody Knows. Mm-hmm. The Tony Rich project was the R and B version.
1: Oh, I know this song
0: Tony Rich
1: is the original
2: Okay, so in this instance It's the other way around The country version was the cover Well, there you go The song isn't on this chart, so it was
1: actually that. written by it was actually written by joe rich
2: mm-hmm.
1: who might be a relation to tony
2: that's a good uh possibility okay we've hit number one now we are number one for 1994 by an artist who's already been on this chart twice this is how big they were in 94 ace of base oh, ace the of sign ace just play it for shits and giggles,
1: play, play it. You I know, know it. This. I everybody know this song. knows this.
2: Everybody knows this song.
1: If you don't know this song, you, you you've been living in a cave.
2: <laughs> Even kids know this song. I'm sure of it. I, I swear, I think I play this because you know how I do those kids react videos. Yeah. This is one of them that we have lined up and the kids all seem to know the song.
1: I can almost sing this song.
2: You should put it in your karaoke repertoire. Uh, no. <laughs> Why not?
1: I only have a few girl songs that I throw in my repertoire.
2: Shania Twain. Yes. Barbie Girl. Yes. That's all I can think of. Anyways, there's Whoa. not much to say about this song except in these fashions. No, this I- is what I'm talking about. We were I, all I, but wearing that stuff. Of,
1: but I kind of understand why this was big. Because hmm. there's some songs that everybody's known. It's, it was on radio everywhere.
2: Yep. This was on radio everywhere. This is a classic. And here much we are 25 mu- and, years later. And
1: much music. Uh, it was huge. I used to watch a lot of much back then.
2: Mm-hmm. I watched much religiously, so there you have it. Now, out of that list, do you want to take a look at the list again um, just on the side here? I'll, I'll share it with you so you can look at it physically. And I'd like to know what your favorite song is off the top 10. Do you see it here? Uh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. This is a tough one for me. I have a tie, I think. (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't. Oh, This is a hard one.
2: Hero, I have a connection with because I sang it at my high school's um, cheerleading competition. So I was like, I I have that connection with that song. But Hero isn't one of my favorites. It's just a song. So
1: so you're like top as your favorite or...
2: Yeah, what's your your personal favorite?
1: I'm kind of stuck between two.
2: Me too. We can go with the and do a tie. What's your what's your tie?
1: All for all for love.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting, and sign.
2: That is my two picks too. Is those two songs really? I can't choose between the two of them. They both mean something to me. Like.
1: Like all, all for uh, all for love was off of the the uh, uh, Three Musketeers soundtrack, and that that was the one with uh, what's his name, Charlie Sheen.
2: Was he in that one?
1: Yes, Charlie Sheen. He was young. Um, was
2: Christian Slater in Kiefer,
1: it? Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, Kiefer.
2: No,
1: Kiefer. And uh, uh, Robin from Batman. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris.
2: Was he a Chris?
1: Chris, like yes.
2: Chris something. Oh. <laughs> Here's us having mem- talking about how we can't remember anything live. <laughs> <on our podcast. laughs> Chris, what is his name? But it's a Chris. Yes. Now we have so many Chris's in acting. We have Chris Pine, Chris Evans. Just so many Chris's. Um, but you're you're on the google machine are you
1: yeah i'm actually i'm actually googling chris batman oh no i know exactly what he's done lately because he's on a tv show ncis los angeles with ll cool j
2: okay well that's not quitting acting that's pretty pretty big and
1: and and that show that show has been around for like many years
2: well i'm glad that we tied on our answer because i think that was a great year for music, 94. So thank you, James, for doing that with me.
0: Hey, kids, put down that Tamagotchi and listen for a second. You know, you can follow us on Twitter at Nostalgia Dope, Instagram at dope underscore nostalgia. Visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785.
2: This podcast is licensed by SOCAN because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.